Good morning, Zio here. And today, today we talk about Gearbox and Borderlands and Randy Pitchford because that seems like a good thing to start with our week. So, uh, you know, get your coffee. Let's do this. It's day something another of whatever pandemic that we got going on. Everybody's gone nuts. The world is going crazy. There's something about a tiger and some king, and I don't know anything about it, but hey, that's where the world has come to. <sighs> but we're here to talk about gaming, of course, and today we're talking about Borderlands 3 and uh, people getting stiffed on their bonuses because there's nothing worse than getting promised money to then have it taken away from you at the last second and said, yeah, da, 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 sorry, yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that that's where we are. And uh, it has nothing to do with said pandemic, so it apparently has everything to do with mismanagement of the company. Who would have thunk it? Um, but yeah, so let's get into this, shall we? Apparently, um, Gearbox, Borderlands 3, wow. I'm not up yet. I need more coffee. <laughs> mm. And of course, I've been gone for a few days because I've just... I had to take some time off, so I'm, I'm trying to get back into it. Might take a few days to get there. Uh, we're going to see how well work is this week and if I'm dying or not. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, apparently... Uh, Employees were shocked at Gearbox developer the the the, the developers of the game Borderlands Three <laughs> uh, when the studio CEO Randy Pitchford told them yesterday or well not yesterday but I'm apparently reading this verbatim today because that's exactly what we're doing uh, that they would be uh, not receiving the significant royalty bonus that they expected. And employees at the studios will get a small bonus check, but nothing close to the tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands that they may have expected. Um, which is, wow. <laughs> I mean, when you finish a project that you've worked a lot, really hard on stuff, and then total, by the way, you, you know when we promised you X? You're not getting X. Which, of course, you know, Sorry about your luck, um, employees at Gearbox, but here's the deal. Um, I'm not here to, you know, get on your case or anything, but you need to get everything in writing. <laughs> That's the best thing I can tell you. Um, I mean, there are plenty of things out there that give bonuses based on different things. I think we've talked about bonuses in the past in some other weird video about something. Uh, but anyway, you can get bonuses for different things depending on what, what, what it is that you're doing, your job and stuff like that. And they're not guaranteed, right? Bonuses are never, ever guaranteed. Um, and Gearbox seems to have this problem how they mark or not market, but how they, um, you know, gain employees are promising these bonuses. But unless these bonuses are straight up written somewhere, which I'm sure they are, because uh, you're talking about a split that we'll get, we'll talk about here in a second. I'm sure there's a written down somewhere. And, uh, you know, you've got two choices at this point. Um, if you think that they're stiffing you on your bonuses, 
you can sue right you, you can go ahead and sue get discovery going seeing how much money was actually made and whether or not the um, you know the division between the split was proper or not between you and you know everybody else and stuff next um, there's a lot of mismanagement it looks like in this entire thing um, you know so we'll get into that as well uh, however, you know, if you work at Gearbox, that's stuff that you want in writing. You know, if you, especially if it's a specific amount that you're being promised to say, hey, you know, at the end of, you know, too much, you get $200 bonus or something like that. Um, you know, definitely have that in writing, have it signed, have triplicates of that, uh, quadruplets if you need to. Keep a copy for yourself, keep three copies for yourself, keep one at your desk, you know, they have one on file and all this other stuff, keep one at home, uh, keep one at a friend's just in case they break into your home and burn it down, you know, that sort of thing so you can come back later and go, hey, look, 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 you promised me this, it's written right here, here's your signature, here's my signature, where is it? Um, you know, if you don't have that in a contract or anything, sorry um i mean it, it's crappy not i'm not gonna lie it's crappy i get bonuses too <laughs> and when i don't get my bonus over some bullshit um you know i get kind of livid but at the same time it's not written down anywhere that i have to have that bonus you know and they're not going to put it in writing trust me i've tried uh <laughs> but you know at the same time, there, there's there's not a whole lot that can be done about it. Whether or not, you know, this is just Gearbox being scummy is a different thing that unfortunately I don't think anybody can actually answer. I know I, I saw a lot of things going on last week talking about um, how, um, gosh, what is it? Uh, Randy Pitchford, scumbag, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And, you know, maybe he is. Uh, he's done things in the past that are kind of scummy and stuff like that. But as for running off with thousands of hundreds of dollars of employees' money, that's a completely different thing. Um, you know, that, that actually shows how badly they mismanage things, especially if they were promising, you know, this stuff to their developers all the way up to the end game. And then, um, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, that there is the scummy part, you know, uh, because they, they knew what was going on. So let, let's let's go a little further into this real quick and I'll try to elaborate. All right. <laughs> but uh, Gearbox based in Frisco, Texas, offered its employees below average salaries for video games in the industry, which, of course, is not the first time I've heard companies do this, which is. You know, I'm not sure why people work at these. Well, okay, I take it back. I, I understand. They're promised something different, right? Um, like, I think Blizzard, um, or Activision Blizzard now, um, you know, they have always been below average wages. And, you know, I guess it's just the fact that you're working at Blizzard. Not going to lie. If it was years ago, I probably would have took the same things. Like, you know, I'm working for Blizzard. Who cares? You know, uh, as long as I can make my payments and do everything else that I need to do, doesn't matter if it's below uh, average. Um, another thing I also would like to ask real quick, if anyone knows, if you happen to you know work in the video game industry, what exactly is the average wage for video game industry? Um, mainly because I, I ask this mainly because, you know, wages and things differ for different things. I, um, you know, different 
stuff that's happening out there, right? Like, uh, you know, in the area that I live, you can make minimum wage and survive on it, right? Um, you know, it's it could be considered a living wage. Meanwhile, when you got people in like uh, uh, California or New York, or whatever, fighting 15 for minimum, you know, everyone should have a living wage. I sit there and I think, what do you mean living wage? Because uh, you should be able to live. I mean, you're, it's somewhat on the low tier. However, you know, it's it's not putting you in a ditch, <laughs> you know. Um, so depending on where you are, where you know, the economy and stuff like that, you know, a below average wage for, say, my location is not the same as below average wage for, you know, Los Angeles, California, or Salt Lake City, Utah, or anything like that, you know? Um, so I've always wondered exactly what exactly is considered a below average. Maybe it's for Texas because they always seem to be Texas-based companies. Wait, is Blizzard Texas-based? I really can't remember. I don't think they are. Anyway, <laughs> they're in California. Um, my mind. Yeah, this this whole being indoors thing, my mind died a long time ago. Um, anyway, off track. Let, let's get back. To make up for that, Studio offers something unique. A profit-sharing royalties from the, uh, <clears throat> the uh, developer game are split 60-40, with a 60% going back to the company, of course, and 40% is distributed to the employees in the form of um, quarterly bonuses. Oh, I get quarterly bonuses too. Just not quite that much. <laughs> uh, my, mine are safety bonuses. Anyway, um, when 2012 Massive Borderlands 2 came out, many Gearbox workers made enough money to buy houses. A fact the studio often uh, touted while recruiting new employees. And to be totally honest, it's probably not something I would use as recruitment. By the way, if you work for us, you could get a bonus that allows you to buy a house. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go on a limb and say that they made enough money in one bonus check to straight up pay 100% on a house. It's got to be it. So say the house is $100,000, $200,000. They made enough in that bonus check to just straight off pay off that house because, uh, yeah, I mean, any they, I'm sure all of them right now can go and do a loan or whatever and, uh, you know, set up a payment plan and pay, you know, 700 and something a, a month or 500 and something a month, whatever it is. Yeah, and, and buy a house. <laughs> but that's probably not exactly where I would go uh, with that, unless that's the route that they're taking. Look, you know, in the past, we made Borderlands 2. When that thing went out... Our, our employees made enough money that they can straight up pay cash for a house. The entire thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, yeah. They're, they're coming with a suitcase. Anyway. Uh, Gearbox has been uh, struggling lately, of course, with the uh, Aliens Colonial Marines. Whatever Battleborn was. Um, <laughs> I, I say whatever Battleborn is, but I know what that is. I just never played it. <laughs> anyway. And the company's uh, management promised them six-figure bonuses following the launch of Borderlands 3, which they are now not getting. Um, but yeah, Randy Pitchford told employees that the bonus or the Borderlands 3 bonus checks would be significantly lower than they hoped. Uh, he said the game had been more expensive th uh, than expected. The company had grown significantly larger than it had in the past, and it operates, you know, a second studio in Canada now, and the sales 
projections have been off, which of course may all be true. Um, but this is where the mismanagement part comes in. Like I said, we'd get into it later, right? The mismanagement part, they already knew that, right? Um, so this is why I was saying, was, is this a thing that they had been touting up until just recently when they're like, oh, by the way, remember those checks we promised you last month uh, that we said, yeah, keep going, keep going. Or, you know, the month before the game came out because it came out at the end of last year, you know, uh, you know, to help you get through the crunch and everything. And I know you guys worked like 138 hours that week and the last three weeks before it launched and everything else and stuff. But, you know. Um, remember those checks? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we made noopsie and, uh, yeah, they're, they're not as big as that because we, we mismanaged everything and just can't seem to tell you that that's what we did, but it's just not going to happen. Right. Anyway, uh, they expect the lifetime, uh, unit of cells to be records for this series, which of course, you know, Borderlands 2 did the same thing. Yeah, this is pretty recent. Um, I think it was last month or something. But, you know, Borderlands 2 has passed 200 or 22 million copies sold worldwide. And, of course, Borderlands 3 currently is sitting somewhere close to about the 8 million, 9 million sales uh, cap. And I, I believe, wasn't Borderlands 3 an epic exclusive? So when this thing does hit Steam you know, uh, on the PC, there's going to be a lot more people purchasing this game. Um, and of course, if that's all they did and they were expecting more then one can make the argument, well, you made it Epic exclusive at that point. That's your fault. Um, you know, if you had released it for everything everywhere at the same time, those sales figures could be skyrocketing even higher, um, which of course is possible. Then we could be seeing like 12 million, you know, 11 million copies sold worldwide up at this point instead of the 8 million. Can we, can we even say that's meager? <laughs> the meager 8 million just sold 8 million. I mean, come on, could do better. Gotta pump up those numbers. But, you know, could it have done it if it wasn't? That's a question we may not know. Um, of course, I guess it really depends on until when it comes out on, on all platforms and everybody across the spectrum can go ahead and get this. Then we'll actually have more of an idea of how many numbers or what the numbers possibly could have been right at, you know, in the first several months worth if it had actually launched that way. Um, you know, it, you're, you're going to be able to tell. Because I'm, I'm talking as if it's an Epic exclusive. Cause I'm pretty sure it was an Epic exclusive. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, when, when it does launch for Steam, look at the day one sales, day two, you know, the first week that, that it goes live, see, and add that to the number of what happened beforehand, and you get more of a general, general idea. But um, anyway, one of the larger factors apparently was a technology swap between the Unreal Engine 3 to the Unreal Engine 4, which costed a lot more. Um, so, Why? Uh, this is not like it's some kind of surprise to you. Uh, these things are planned months in advance, years in advance. You know, there's, there's a timetable. I've dealt with this in the military where we, we plan a project and we're talking about this project five years down the road. We're going to be installing these buildings to handle this particular mission, to do this particular stuff. And we need this X technology in that. And we need people set aside to wire this and do this and do that and all this other stuff, you know, 
these things are planned years in advance and the same thing with games um and most large projects like movies and tv shows and stuff like that it's not like somebody snaps their finger and boom there's a triple a title and in your lap for you to sell to everybody. Now these things take time, they, they take planning. Um, when you skip, or when you skip, when you transfer, you know, from say Unreal 3 to Unreal 4, that was a choice by management. You know, there was no need for that. Really, there there's no need for that. Uh, somebody can correct me on this, of course, for this next statement, but Borderlands 3 and Borderlands 2 look nothing, or look exactly the same to me. Not gonna lie, when I've watched them both, they look exactly the same. <laughs> There's no real difference in the engine to my eyes anyway. Now, for you, if you've been playing the series a lot and all this stuff, stuff maybe there's things that you notice, but for me, who may, who you could, I guess, call the normie or whatever, who might go and pick up this game, uh, you know, I'm not gonna notice a huge difference that's gonna be like, oh, that game looks a thousand times better. Oh, I want that uh, than its predecessor or whatever. You know, it, it's not that difference of a technology jump to make one do that, of course. Um, which is why I say mismanagement. You know, you didn't have to do that to cost a lot more. And then, of course, you've got downloadable content that apparently costs quite a bit to do uh but the game's budget apparently was 95 million and the entire thing was run roughly 140 million so because my math can't math i'm thinking around 30 some million uh just for the dlc or something like that uh yeah something 40 50 gosh uh, you know what i'm gonna math for a second okay so after i math that turns out it's 45 million so the dlc was a chunky chunky part of that uh 45 million so i'm gonna ask this real quick does anybody know how much dlc is available for borderlands 3 is it anywhere close to what the game itself has to offer that, that's it that's all i gotta ask because that seems really chunky for your dlc um especially for the game not to be out that that long yet um unless you've got a ton of dlc that you dropped right outside the gate then my other question of course is why wasn't that just included with the game uh, you're pulling me into one of those if this was this could been just put into the game to begin with and not dlc um but anyway i i, I do digress uh <laughs> but uh there's another thing that's been floating around as well it's apparently Randy Pitchford took 12 million bonuses. Everything that I have seen, except for this article right here, um, which surprisingly is from Kotaku, uh, everything else that I've seen people talking about it on Twitter or anything else is talking about how Randy took a 12 million, million dollar bonus and left his employees high and dry, right? According to this, that was in 2016. That was before, like, right as Borderlands 3 was developing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really know how all this stuff works sometimes. Uh, just going to throw it out there. But apparently, it was, uh, the, it was taken around the development start of Borderlands 3. Uh, the bonus was real. It, it's been found out through court documents because apparently a gearbox lawyer uh wade calendar became entangled in some kind of ugly lawsuit with the studio um and the bonus existed 
according to two people with knowledge of what happened, but it came to the company's 60%, not the 40% of the profits that were meant to go to the employees. So here, here's the questions I have to ask now. One, that 60-40, where did that come from? Is that from the deal from Epic or somebody where they just paid off the projected stuff uh, to put it on their, their thing? Two, if that's the case, why have the employees not already received their bonuses right around the start of Borderlands 3? Um, why, why hold on to that? Why not already give that to them if they've already got it? Um, because I think that would be the fair thing, because if you're going to hold on to the employees portion of it, you should also hold on to Pitchford's uh, portion of it, stick it in some account somewhere and draw interest or whatever. I don't care. Uh, you know, and take the interest as another extra bonus for the company or pour it back into the company's assets or something like that, or, or give it to the employees and say, hey, look, you know, <laughs> so we did this thing four years ago where we took all that money, put it in here, and here's here's the extra capital for that. Uh, it, it came in interest, so we're now going to divvy it out to the employees as a second, you know, an extra to your bonus bonus, you know, uh, that would be a cool thing. Anyway. So that, that's my questions are, where did that money come from? How did Randy get his early and why didn't the employees already get theirs? Or is that from something to do with Borderlands 2 um, or, or, or something else or another game or something? Uh, is that a bonus from that? Because regardless, you know, he took 12 million back in 2016, has nothing to do with right now um, until somebody can answer where where that money came from and how he got his part of his 60% um, and not the 40% considering there were no profits yet uh, that that's where the real question comes from is not that he he's not he's not exactly you know completely scummy for taking his his cut and his employees not having any but like I want to know where that came from beforehand um, yeah because this is supposed to be a 60 40 of the profits right and if the game isn't made yet how do you get profits for a game that doesn't exist unless you know they were already paid for it and why didn't the employees already get it um which of course is another thing did the employees already get it and nobody's really reporting that and they're just and somebody might be trying to double dip or something i don't know and go hey look you know you 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 gave us or maybe they gave them half of it and then said oh, by the way <laughs> you yeah, know um I don't know. Anyway, Gearbox did release a statement, of course, uh, uh, talking about it right here uh, when asked to comment. Uh, Borderlands 3 represents an incredible value uh, to gamers and incredible achievement by the team Gearbox Software. Our studio is a talented lead, and we believe strongly in everyone uh, sharing and profitability. The talented Gearbox enjoys participation and up in the upside of our games to our knowledge that most uh, generous royalty bonuses system in AAA since the program began Gearbox talented has earned over 100 million in royalty bonuses above and beyond traditional compensation in the most recent pay period Gearbox talent enjoyed news the Borderlands 3 having earned revenue exceeding the largest investment ever made by the company into a single video game had officially became a profitable video game and the talent at gearbox that participated in the royal system bonus has now earned their first royalty suit 
uh, bonus on that profit. Additionally, a forecast update will be given to the talented gearbox that participated in the royalty bonus to set up uh, uh, for the coming the, the, the expectation for the coming quarters gearbox is a private company that does not issue forward-looking statements to the public but we do uh, practice transparency within our family so that was one check <laughs> okay so with everything else out of the way apparently they've gotten one check of possibly multiples right and of course you know we saw these figures here 22 million if they they still do this thing and that's that manner and they've got that in writing you know those employees are still receiving checks for borderland 2 sales uh who were there for borderlands 2 which of course means you know the employees will still be getting checks for borderlands 3 it just may not be as big as a quick chunk as they want it to because quite frankly it seems to be management um uh, mismanagement of the project uh the jump from unreal 3 to unreal 4 that didn't need to happen maybe the fact that it became an exclusive on one pc platform um for some you know the opening of another studio and hiring much more staff than maybe the company can uh, handle and we have talked about this way too long so i'm gonna pass it on to y'all uh what do you think about all this, this is randy pitchford scum uh, for taking 12 million back in 2016 before the game actually had officially started being worked on and nobody else getting anything or um, you know what what are your thoughts about all this so i think i'll leave it there and i'll talk to you in the next one hey thanks for watching don't forget to leave a comment smash that like button and always subscribe for more and of course there are other videos floating around somewhere on the screen so click one of those and see if you can find something that uh, suits your fancy till then i'll see you later bye